Hi, everyone. Welcome back finally to another episode of Eat, Meat, and Question Everything. Um, today, we are joined by Sean. Um, thank you for being here, first of all. We're super excited. You're our first recording in months, so it's a big deal. Well, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on and, and let me share with you guys. So uh, it honors mine. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited to chat with you. So I was on yours and that's how we met. And hearing a little bit of your story while we are all chatting on the live, I'm like, oh, good. Okay, perfect. People need to hear more about this. You had a large amount of weight loss and you also had some mental health stuff. And I relate to that so much. And I think a lot of people do too. And they've, you know, found relief in that from this way of eating. So we'd love for you to introduce yourself, tell us your story on how you got here and what you're doing now and all that. And we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, yeah. So I am Sean. I go Sean White. I go by Intentional Carnivore. Um, I came to find this way after many years of letting my health go and, and not really taking very good care of myself. Um, but I started eating carnivore in October, excuse me, August of August 17th of 2022 is when I started carnivore. I tried it a month uh, prior to that, but it was extremely dirty. It was extremely loose. You know, I had no idea what I was doing. I just heard vaguely about it and tried it for 30 days. And the difference between what I was eating to even that was so dramatic that I knew that it was something that I needed to do. Um, but I didn't start until April the 17th, 2022, and it stick and stay. Um, and so, you know, long story short, honestly, I, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking with Rhonda Patrick, who's definitely not a, a carnivore advocate. Um, but it, it was enough to get me to question and and consider the possibilities of of what it could do. You know, Joe was speaking highly about his experience with it. And so I started investigating, came across Dr. Ken Berry, um, who I thought was absolutely insane. And turns out he knows a little bit more than what I thought and actually a lot more than I thought. And um, so I just I, the more I heard from Dr. Berry, the more I, I sunk down into it and grew and experienced and tried. And I've been eating basically carnivore, more specifically beef, beef, ugh, beef, butter, bacon, and eggs ever since that time. Um, but that's kind of, you know, how I came to it. I was extremely depressed. And, you know, I know you, you will probably get into that a little bit later, but that's how I found it. Um, and I have not regretted it a day since. That's awesome. Yeah. And you've had a lot of weight loss from this too, right? Where are you at with that? I've lost 245 pounds since April the 17th, 2022. Um, yeah, I, uh, along with other, all the other stuff, you know, I reversed type two diabetes. I was, I was a pre-diabetic for 25 years. My A1C was right at seven, 6.8 specifically. And now it's 5.2. I had non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. It's completely healed sleep apnea. I actually started in the last week, not sleeping with the CPAP machine anymore. I am off of all of my blood. I was on three blood pressure medications. I'm off of all of them now. I know I was still taking two when we talked before. Um, it's it, I had gal. I was taking allopurinol and colchizine. I no longer take those and have not had a, a gout flare. So it, it's pretty amazing. And just to, just to give a little bit of context, though, I would trade every single bit of that 
for the mental health relief that I got. I spent three years consumed and, you know, for lack of a better word, I always use the word hopeless because that's how it felt. It's hard to use words to describe emotions and feelings, but that's about the closest one that I can put on being in that state of just consumed and debilitated by mental, you know, depression and anxiety. And so that's the absolute best thing that I've experienced. Even though the other stuff were great, and I'm extremely thankful and and blessed that those things have happened. I am curious, before we get into the mental health part, what were some of the other things that you changed besides your diet? Like, did you, were you a smoker? Did you drink? Did you add physical activity? Um, Did you change your physical activity? What are some other things besides your diet um, or things that you did alongside going carnivore to help, if anything? Initially, it was literally just what I was eating. I could not walk. I could not take a shower without sitting on the side of the bathtub to wash myself. I would be out of breath. I could not walk to my car without being out of breath. And so I did, in my mind, before I had even heard of carnivore, I thought that, I, you know, like everyone else, eat your fruits and vegetables, eat clean and, and go work out. I'm like, well, there's no way I can work out. I can't walk. You know, I can't even take a shower, you know, 10, five to 10 minutes in, in some water bathing yourself without just being winded and feeling lightheaded like I'm going to pass out. So that was not even an option for me at that time. Um, so the initially it was literally I just changed my diet what I was eating. And it was, I, I, I was pretty, April the 17th forward, I was extremely strict. I had a plan in place, obviously, that we can talk about as well, that, you know, if I was going to eat off plan, I went and ate Texas fajitas. I, I would allow myself one time a month, but it was literally enough to have one meal and then go back to my plan, not to just continue care. I didn't have leftovers for weeks and stuff like that, that, that would send me off in another direction. Um, but I, I decided this is what I'm going to do about two months in, there was a challenge in the carnivore group that I got in the community where they started walking and they were challenging everybody to or get out, do, you know, some form of walking every day, some kind of exercise. And I did start by that point, I had had enough weight loss and I had, I guess, I don't know what all had changed specifically inside of me that made the difference other than the diet and the nutrients that I needed, but I felt so great that I had so much energy, I had to get out and do something. So I did start walking at that point, not a lot, but I made a video and like a little clip because it was part of the challenge. And that's one thing, one of the only things I even have on video from that time period. Um, So it was a little walking, but those are the only two things that really changed initially. That weight loss is wild to me. Yeah. That's a lot and short. And it's so wild though, because, you know, um, conventionally trained nutritionists will tell you like, oh, you don't want to lose that much weight rapidly. Mm-hmm. And it's like your body will shed the weight that it needs to weight, um, shed at the speed it needs to shed. Like, just let it go. Just let it like release that weight, lose the weight as long as you're not under, under severely under eating. But it's so crazy that you could have, if you followed traditional weight loss regulations that they give, 
you wouldn't have even lost a fraction of that so far and how much healthier you are because you lost that weight so quickly and efficiently um, in such a shorter amount of time too. Well, I, I've had so many people tell me, oh, that's not healthy. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to die in the next five years. You're cardiovascular. And I'm like, hold up, time out, pump the brakes just a second. Like, there's not a button or a dial that I control that I could be like, okay, 10 pounds this week, 20 pounds next week. I had no control of it. I put the proper nutrition in. I literally ate until I was satiated. Now, I know there's plenty of room for argument, and even, in, even within our own circles in our community, and that's it is what it is. But like, I, I ate until I was full. I couldn't eat anymore, and I was very conscientious after a while. Like, is this enough? Am I eating enough? And my body's like, you know, listen, I, I, I would eat till I couldn't eat. I couldn't put any more in. Do you have any idea? Have you ever tossed around just like a nutrition calculator? Do you have any idea how much calories you were eating? Um, or do you just kind of, I mean, I, I have to assume that you were eating enough if you went from not exercising at all to being able to go on walks and lengthy stuff like that, that you had to have been sustaining your body and a fuel fueling it efficiently at some capacity. I have thought I really never gave a whole lot of thought to calculating until like the big push for the 80, 20 thing came like, I think around the end of last year, I started kind of, you know, getting, thinking about that a little more. And I'm like, well, let me try to figure this out. And then, you know, obviously starting the YouTube channel, I was like, well, I need to do a video on this. So I went through this process and went to the website and, you know, made all the calculations and watched some videos about, you know, figuring all this stuff up. And I'm like, man, I need to just study this to, to, to learn a lot more about it before I try to present it to people because I, what, I made this little clip, little video, and it made no sense. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to confuse people. I'm not going to put this out. But honestly, I, I really haven't. I was concerned with whether I was eating enough initially at first and, or under under eating or overeating either way in either direction. But there was, I felt so good. I was like, listen, I can worry about this and get dive off into this, or I can continue to do what at the end of the day, I feel amazing. And like, until that changes, I don't want to change anything. And I still eat beef, butter, bacon, and eggs primarily minus the bacon a little bit today, but I'm adding even more in uh, bacon back in now. Um, but like, I I just, I'm such a big advocate of this. Like, listen, if you feel great, your labs are good, you're keeping up with that stuff, then by, keep doing what you're doing. Don't jump off in the weeds into because other, uh, you, you have to do it this way. But if it's not working, then reassess, figure out what, you know, take those steps to find something that does work. And maybe that's a, you know, rambling, rambling on about the issue, but yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't really track, honestly, but I did think about it a good bit. Yeah, that's great. Um, I love how you said your gout has gone away from eating this way, because that's a comment I see frequently, like, okay, gout queen, you're going to get gout. I'm like, people are actually like healing their gout from eating this way. Like, so let's all just think maybe it's not the meat. Maybe it's the carbs and sugar. Do you have anything to speak on the whole gout thing? 
Well, I, that's actually it's funny that you bring it up because my dad is he's he's in stage three kidney failure and he is he is like this huge like I've been telling him ever since uh, I started eating this way and learning more about it. Listen, dad, you know, and, and he had gout as well. But I was like, dad, listen, I know your doctor's telling you that eating red meat is destroying your kidneys. Your kidneys are made out of protein. Like your, your body is only designed to accept certain nutrients to use your body optimally. I'm telling you, it's healed my body and all these things. And I list the, the labs out and I give them to him. And I'm like, dad, you'll eat all this stuff. Try 60 to 90 days of this. See how you feel. Check your numbers along the way. If it gets worse, it gets worse. You're in stage three kidney failure. What is it going to be like? I mean, is it going to put you in stage four? Like you're headed that direction already. And I know that sounds harsh, but I'm like, you like try something different than what's got you to this position, you know? And, and so my dad is, he's kind of coming around to the idea. Even now he's still not convinced, but you know, um, I, I honestly, I feel like our bodies are designed to take, proper nutrition out of certain foods and we have done the damage to our bodies by in putting in all this other stuff and while we may be able to function a little bit off of that you know all those toxicities like uric acid build up and those things do not come from the red meat primarily and giving ourselves the protein and fat is not going to be what causes further damage to our bodies and i'm extremely thankful because i used to get so sick off that uh allopurinol and and coaches or the coaches team wasn't as bad but every single time i would take that stuff it would make me feel like just completely nauseous and uh gout was so painful like even even pain medication wouldn't touch it so you know so um it's amazing because you know i was skeptical when i came to eat this way as well I didn't think that it was going to do the things that it was going to do. And I was really concerned. I've watched Dr. Barry is one of the first people that I saw a video on gout. And I specifically was looking for that issue because it was something that I had heard red meat's going to make it even worse. And I'm like, well, I don't definitely don't want it to be, if it's any worse than what it is now, I don't want any part of that. But I found in fact that, you know, my uric acid dropped slower, but I haven't had any issues with the gout um have you know flares consistently i'm interested to know you had all these medical issues did and you were you were overweight did any of your doctors say like oh the best cure besides medicine is to lose 200 pounds like did 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 they tell you because i i was over I'm, I'm a pretty short person um Courtney knows how short I am because she's taller than me. Um, and I was 220 pounds and I'm 5'3. And my thyroid was getting worse. And not once did someone say, you know, for someone who's like only 5'3, 220 pounds is pretty heavy. You need to lose weight. They just put me on more thyroid medication. Did anyone ever shake you and say, just like lose weight? It was not until I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes when my doctor actually did uh, suggest that I start eating less uh, low carb, but keep my vegetables and stuff like that in, um, you know, which I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful for his suggestion, but it was literally a side note on my chart. They listed 
morbid obesity in my medical chart and all the issues that I had, but it wasn't like he sat down and said, Hey, listen, man, I feel like if you would lose some of this weight, which, which was an obvious, you know, Hey, if you lose some of this weight, some of these issues are going to improve a little bit. Um, I feel like, but he, nobody sat me down and, and explained to me until I made, like I said, made my way into this community and started watching these videos. I have learned so much more by watching videos from influencers and doctors and whatnot in this community. And I spent 12 years working EMS. I, my whole family, you know, I was a paramedic, you know, I know how the body works, which, which kind of was incredible when you start breaking down what what Dr. Barry and a lot of the other doctors suggest because I'm like, yeah, it actually does work that way, but I've never been explained that in, in, uh, in reference to our nutrition. So, but no, I, you know, nobody sat me down and was like, Hey, look, you can fix this issue by dropping this weight or by cutting out sugar, you can affect your insulin and, and, and your blood sugar level, which obviously I knew that's what was eating sugar was causing it. But like even like carbohydrates, I mean, you know, how much is carbohydrate? Well, it's just a big chain form of sugar that our body breaks down into sugar. So if I have type two diabetes, I need to avoid anything that's going to affect my body in the way that sugar does. You know, um, everybody obviously is different and everybody's body can handle different levels of those those ingredients. And you have to find your sweet spot and figure out what's actually working for you. Um, but don't also in my mind that I need to, I guess, interject in this, this point as well, part right here is I think we try to ride that line, you know, with the, how close we can get to what we need with how close we can continue to carry that addiction on. So, and that's what drove me going back to the last question to B, B, B and E, because I was like, well, if keto or carnivore should do even better, but just to be safe, I'm going to, you know, eventually go over here to BBB and E. So I'm like doubly good. This should be way inside that zone for my body. And if I can just get adjusted to eating to this and get what I need to have done done, then I can loosen back up to carnivore and feel like a vacation. You know what I mean? As far as my eating. Okay. I have a few questions on, well, first I'm curious, have you ever done lion or would you? I'm curious your thoughts on dairy. And then also, what does your doctor think about what's going on with you right now and how you're eating? Yeah, so the, I have tried lion twice and I failed miserably both times. So like I tried, I made, I did lion diet for the first time for, I think it was three weeks. But I think a lot of my issue during that time period was I was just doing like ground beef and, and, and steak and I was doing it on a Weber charcoal grill. So I was cooking a lot of that fat and it was just literally dripping out. So I was cooking the fat out of it and just getting the protein. And it was like, I was miserable. I had no energy. And I don't know if it was that I just didn't do it long enough to get transitioned completely over into even pushing the eggs and other stuff out. Or if I just wasn't getting enough of that fat um, to, to give me the the energy and feeling that I, that I needed um, so the first time was like about three weeks. The second time was actually in June last month. I did it for 11 days and I kept buttering. I, I say lion, I did lion with butter still added in. 
And because of the the issue that I had the last time I tried, I was like, well, I'll just keep butter in, have some fat, and I'll, you know, I'll be good. Um, and even even then, after 11 days, I saw those eggs my wife were eating, and I was like, listen, I want some eggs. So, <laughs> so maybe it could have been the addiction, the addiction and all. I don't know what happened. Well, you raised your hand, so I think it switched the cameras around. That's oh. okay. <laughs> That really just threw me for, I was like, why is my hand up? I'm talking with my hands. <laughs> Let me put them down. Sorry. So you added eggs in? Yeah. So I added the eggs in and, um, you know, uh, I, well, I had them one time and then I went, kept eating and then ha I ended up having them twice last month, but you know, I, I enjoy the lion. I, I don't, I'm not as happy there. And that's kind of where I finally made the the decision I'm going to do what I feel, what I'm thriving with. And regardless of the challenges, regardless of what people are saying, I found the sweet spot that's working for me. I feel the best at, and I'm content with that. So I'm just going to stick with it. And uh, what was the second, what was the second question? I, know, I shouldn't have just filled all the questions out at <laughs> once. Um, dairy. You do dairy. dairy. Uh, I don't, I do, I do butter. Um, I have uh Let's see. I do have some sour cream whenever I have my off-plan meal. You know, my Texas fajitas, it has some sour cream and, and other stuff in it. I just, I was, I never was a big dairy guy before. Like I always, it always, you know, kind of messed me up a little bit. Um, so I personally, I just didn't, didn't include it because I just didn't really want it other than like sour cream. Um, but, you know, as far as dairy is concerned, like milk, I've always heard, you know, is it has the lactose and more of the sugar, natural sugar that comes through. And there again, learning that bit of information, I didn't want to do anything that could potentially cause my diabetes to not go away or, or be impacted. So for me personally, it was just something that I didn't want to, you know, didn't want to do. And obviously the weight loss. Um, I've seen it a lot in the group um, uh, and, and testimonies from other people who have struggled whenever they had dairy in, in their diet but you know i guess that's something that everybody kind of has to come to on their own the butter the ghee i absolutely i think that's a great way to get your your fat content up especially when you have ha, you're struggling to get your fat content up and i've added a ton of butter throughout the whole journey um you know even even when i was 457 pounds um I would add butter like crazy because it tasted good and it never stopped the weight loss. So I don't know. I've heard people say that a lot, you know, that if you have a lot of fat, don't eat fat because it'll stop your body won't burn it. But I can assure you, I added, you know, at least a half a stick of butter into my eggs every week. And then I would add about three tablespoons of butter, at least to a fatty ribeye every time I would eat it. And I mean, the results are in you know for me and i mean maybe it doesn't work like that way for everybody but i can testify to my account that it did so i don't really have an issue with dairy i just feel like you got to kind of be careful and see how it affects your body and go from there because you know you never know i know it's easy to get judgmental and stuff like that you know even in our in, in our community as great as it is and i feel like people need to understand that everybody's a little bit different some things work some things don't and you know we can feel how we want to feel. You just got to test it out and see for you. We don't yeah. need to put carnivore police, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the dairy 
that's like one of my tough areas. And um, Dr. Lisa, a carnivore doctor, just actually did a video. I think it was like a couple days ago. I'm almost done with it. But so far, I pretty much agree with everything she's saying because it is like addicting and it can cause inflammation for some. So yeah, for me, it's like, I'm never going to be completely dairy free because I do love it. But I definitely feel better when I'm not having a lot. And I don't think we should be pounding it. I mean, a lot of my recipes like have dairy in it and like an Alfredo sauce, but I don't think, you know, just because I'm sharing my recipe, I don't think we should be eating Alfredo sauce for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely something to like, you know, use here and there. Mm -hmm. Um, curious what your doctor thinks about all this. My doctor, his actual words last time I went to see him was I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> And I actually got a picture of him. If I have my, I, I always, when it comes up, I always uh, don't have my phone close by, but I, I, I was going to get a video, but I didn't want to be that weirdo. That's like your doctor comes in the room and you're sitting there with a video <laughs> camera. And so I did get the, get, get a picture of him. Cause I wanted a picture of his face whenever I was able to go in. Cause I lost um, when I went the first, the first time before I started carnivore, obviously I was four over 457 pounds I was, I'm five foot eight, just to give you a little bit of reference. So I was as big around as I was tall. Um, <laughs> and so the first, I got my labs done. Then six months in, I went back and I had already lost over a hundred pounds because I lost a hundred pounds in like four months. It was like very, very quick. And so he was, he was like, man, that's incredible. You know, you're doing great. And he was, you know, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I said, well, doc, you know, I'm doing carnivore diet. I'm eating just meat. You know, I know what the, I'm, you know, this very effective. My numbers are looking great. Um, whenever he tested, you know, did my lab work. So then six months later at the year mark, I'm 200 and, and it actually 45, 43, 45 pounds down all those labs came back phenomenal. He's like, I've never seen anything like this before. And, and they give me yet another way to um, inroad in with them to, to push the carnivore and ketogenic way of eating to try to help other people. Cause there's no telling how many people, you know, could be affected in his practice alone through it. So he's, he's pretty excited. He was happy in the picture. He's just kind of like, you know, <laughs> so it was pretty cool. It was a good experience. That's good. That's surprising because mine has said, oh, that's not healthy. Um, so yeah, I feel like a lot of people get pushed back or even my stepmom who's keto, the doctor's like, I don't want to know, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, I don't think he agrees with what she's doing, but your labs don't lie. So yeah, that's. And the thing too is like my doctor and I have an understanding and we have for a while, you know, being a medic, I, I guess I, 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 I'm used to dealing with doctors a lot and even in emergency situations in the ERs and stuff like that. And I mean, it's not that I'm not conscientious of the education and the level they've, they've attained because I very much am. However, I do understand too, that you're my doctor and you work for me. I'm not, I, I'm in charge of my health and I don't expect anybody else to care more about my health than I should, or go above and beyond where I think my health should be. You know, nobody loves you like, you know, like you have to learn to love yourself a lot of times. And so whenever I would go to my doctor, I would say, hey, doc, here's what I'm here's what I want to do. Here's my idea behind it. Let me get your input. And if he has input, he puts it in. If you know, but if he were to come me, it, it come to me with a statin or something like that, 
that's a that's a non-starter. I don't want to. I'm not doing that. I I take your suggestion. I, I I know your input. A lot of it's CYA because you have to do this because it's being pushed on you. And technically, if I have high cholesterol and you don't suggest a statin, and then you know here I am with a heart attack or something like that, then you know malpractice or my family could come after you. But listen, my health is my responsibility, and I, I, you know, I appreciate your knowledge, your information, and your input. But when you stop working for me, you get fired just like anybody else. You know, that's just kind of how I view it, honestly. That's a great view, and yeah, that makes sense. Um, so I know when the rest of the family is carnivore, it makes things a lot easier for for everybody. Uh, your wife's name is Beth, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, right. so when we chatted, she had like just started, maybe like a week or two. How is she doing? What? It, how does the rest of your family eat? If that's okay to talk about? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she she has she was just starting during that time. I think it's been what two or three months. I think it's been three months, almost three months now. Probably. Um, she has actually lost about eleven or twelve pounds, and she's already you know she didn't get into it for the weight loss or even the health issues per se. She wasn't a diabetic or anything like that. However, she has had a lot of issues like um, intestinal gastrointestinal issues and stuff like that. Always feeling bloated, the normal thing, especially during her cycle and stuff like that. And so she's seen a dramatic difference and uh, dramatic change in, in those issues. And it's been very beneficial for her. She could tell an amazing difference in her satiety levels, her energy levels, just how she feels. The only issue that she's run into that we've had, we've been trying to work on is the cramping as far as like leg cramps. And so even taking um, some of the keto child electrolyte drops, she was still getting like cramps that would wake her up at night. So she's been, we've been trying to get more electrolytes in and see if maybe that's the issue adding more magnesium. Uh, one of the uh, subscribers on my channel, actually, very sweet lady, sent us some magnesium spray for her to try. Um, all kinds of little things like that to try to um, deal with those cramps. And they're not as bad as they they were at one time, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but we're just trying different things to work that stuff out as well. But she's doing phenomenal and she loves it. She can tell a huge difference in her body and the way she feels. Awesome. That's great. Cause that's, you know, helpful to not have somebody else's food in the house that you can't personally eat. So that's really great. Um, Devin, I don't know if you have anything you want to ask, but I would like to also know if there's anything else. Oh, we didn't even get into the mental health side of things. I was going to say <laughs> if there's anything else you wanted to. I have a question because I am someone who has always struggled with anxiety. I was in therapy when I was 13 for anxiety. Um, one thing that has not been resolved on carnivore, it was a pretty strict carnivore for over a year, is anxiety. Um, and when I started going to therapy, it got it got a lot better. But was there like a, a I don't, it sounded like you suffered from depression and I don't know if anxiety was part of that. But was there ever a moment in your journey when you started carnivore and were into carnivore where you like woke up one day, I call it like the aha light bulb moment where you're like, whoa, I, I haven't felt anxious. I haven't felt depressed in days. And you, it's almost like you forget that it's there. Like, um, like there was, I had migraines before I started carnivore. And then I remember one time Courtney and I were having an interview for a podcast and I was like, oh my God, like I haven't had a migraine in 
months, you know, was there an aha moment where you're like, oh my God, I don't feel depressed anymore. Yeah, absolutely. There was. And it was after I had started walking and, and so my diet had changed in April and then I started walking, made the video and whatnot in July, July the 3rd is when I made it. Now I posted on my channel, like in September or something, because I never planned on having a YouTube channel, but nevertheless, that's neither here nor there. I I was walking probably, I don't know, maybe a month or so. And that's when I started realizing I'm like, my mind is completely changed. I have not wanted, like, honestly, to be, you know, I don't know how blunt we want to be, but like, I, I, th- there hasn't been a day where I wanted to kill myself. Um, and, and for three years, I laid on the couch, so wrapped up in my own self. I couldn't be a husband. I couldn't be a dad. I couldn't function as a, as a man at, at all because I was so wrapped up in like this almost, I don't, I don't know what world, like it, it wasn't reality almost. It was like, you start believing things that aren't really even true, honestly, because you're just so just under this weight. And, you know, obviously I, as I shared with them before, I'm a man of faith. So it's not like I abandoned my faith. I couldn't understand how that was going. I would pray and then I, you know, whatnot and got led to carnivore. I started carnivore was doing as strict as I could do on that. And so whenever I started walking, I would be out walking and I'm like, man, I feel amazing. You know what I need to do? And I need to do this. And I, you know, started doing all these things. And one day I went into our carnivore group and I said, and the day this actually happened, and I don't know what day it is. I need to actually go back and find that day because that'd be a good, important day to write down and remember. Um, But I I went into the group and I said, listen, I'm going to encourage people when I don't feel like it, I'm going to be so active in this group that it's going to make you sick and tired of seeing me because I'm going to be the most positive guy you've ever seen in your life. Even when people don't deserve it, even whenever people are aggravating because there's a lot of that, but like, you know, I, something changed. And instead of me being focused on me, I realized that I like, I can encourage other people who's going through this and I don't have all the answers. I still don't have all the answers by any means, but the one thing that I can do is try to reach out to those who were in the spot where I was and try to say, listen, man, I don't have all the answers. I don't have a detailed roadmap. What I do have to show you is that there is hope. You don't have to continue living that way because for three years, I literally could not, I did not care whether I was on this earth or not anymore. I, I was tired. Either something was going to change or I was not going to be here on this earth. And that's kind of the point that I was in. Um, and, and it, it was a dramatic, it wasn't like a, you know, I did this, this step, this step, this step, this step, and it was great. I changed the way I eat, got a little active. And then, like you said, one day it was like this, I haven't, I haven't had these feelings for, for weeks or days or, you know, whatever. That's amazing. So whatever I'm doing, let's keep going because that's amazing. And it, and it was really freeing because there was not that weight. There was not that, uh, those feelings and and just uh, being wrapped up in that and it just happened you know one thing I love that you said sorry Courtney one thing I love you said earlier though that like stuck out to me was you said I have all this energy I have to like I kind of have to go out and do something and that was that's the one one thing that I really 
promoted and talked about on, you know, my channel with the podcast and stuff is a lot of people ask me like, oh my God, you have two kids. How do you work out every day? And I'm like, I am so energetic that if I don't, I'm going to go nuts. Like I literally, my anxiety almost gets worse because I have all this energy. I, I like tell people inside my chest, it's like this, like, I'm like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And it's like, when I started, of course you kind of get that like a little lull because your body is transitioning. But then I was like, oh my God, if I don't go to the gym, I am going to burst out of my skin because it's just everyone thinks you're not eating and you don't have to eat carbs, of course, to have energy. Sometimes they do help in the gym. But I'm like, if I don't go to the gym, I'm going to go nuts because I just am so energetic. I won't sleep at night. It's it's hard to explain that because, you know, I, I you know, I just all I, I don't know how it works. I just know you put that proper nutrition in and it does work. It worked for me dramatically. And I literally had no energy like it was it like I explained earlier it was it was a chore just to walk and when I started walking like I said before I couldn't walk that far my first before I would be outside walking and made the video or anything I would walk from the couch and my house is not very big trust me when I tell you like I'm stuck up in a corner in my son's room right now because he's out of town so you don't have to look at my couch but nevertheless I would walk from my couch to the doorway of our back bedroom, which is my daughter's room, touch the door and back to the couch. I couldn't do that for three minutes without going to pass out. So to, to be outside and walking in July in the middle of the South Carolina summer heat where it's hotter than 55 hills outside and bugs are trying to carry you off, like that's saying something, you know? And I was like, you know, it's miserable, it's hot, but, you know, motivation follows action. You're not going to get motivated to do something until you put a little bit of action in. And with this way of eating, I found that the more I put in, the more I wanted to put in. You start working out and then it, something takes over and you're like, man, I got to do this. You even mentioned, you know, if I don't work out and do something with this energy, like I'm going to explode from the inside, you know? Yeah, it's it's that's like my favorite thing because I love working out. I always have. have. And so I'm like, oh my God, if I don't get to the gym, I am going to literally rupture from how much energy I have. So it's great to see other people who don't come from a space of working out being like, no, I absolutely have to go out and get some of this energy out because that's been one of my favorite things about my carnivore journey. That's been, that's been one of the hardest things, uh, even now doing like the, the videos and stuff like that, because I'm also working back at the hospital starting the 19th of June, writing trauma reports. And it's a lot of stuff on the computer. It's actually remote. So I'm working from home and with the, you know, trying to make videos, do interview, I've been pushing myself and I'm getting worn down because I'm doing it so much, but like, that's something that I, me and my wife have talked about and me and other people have talked about. I've really got to start taking more time to get that done because I don't feel as good when I'm not at least walking, at least doing something. And I'm getting to the size now that it's really weird. Like be, I've never been this size before. I'm like, you know, in a large shirt and like I wear the same size pants that I wore in eighth grade. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to even think about that, you know, but that working out is so important. And I feel like it, you know, I don't think it's necessary to lose weight. I'm not saying that I thought, you know, a lot of that is in the nutrition, but it absolutely will help you. It will absolutely help your body and you will feel better. And I feel like it honestly impacts back to the mental health, doing hard things, lifting heavy things, gives you some drive and focus. 
And it, for whatever reason, it helps the mental health side of it. You just feel better, especially if you can do it outside and get some sun as well. Um, I feel like there, it's just a win-win, you know? Yeah. Amazing. Well, you're definitely an inspiration. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing. Um, let's Devin, let's tell everyone where they can find you. And then you want to do our fun questions. I almost forgot about that. It's been so Um, so where can everyone find you? What are you up to? Um, anything new and exciting you want people to follow along with, just give them your whole spiel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You can find me, um, intentional carnivore on YouTube. Um, I do have an Instagram intentional carnivore there as well. I'm not, I don't do a whole lot on there, uh, because I'm still learning the technology of it. I've been trying to figure out a lot on that, but, um, you can follow me there. I'm on Twitter. It's intent carnivore on, because I couldn't fit the whole name on there. Come on, Elon, do something, brother. Um, (laughs) Seriously. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are the three places you can find me on Facebook. We have a, we actually do have a private community, um, carnivorous, uh, community and it's really basically anybody keto keto board uh, carnivore just a place there's a good bit of influencers in there um, that I try to just create an environment where you can interact with people in a smaller more private kind of thing where people can can chat um, those are the places that I usually am and, and you can find me and um, I sure do appreciate you guys having me on it was, it was so great I just I always have a great time we miss doing these. We just, life gets so busy, but we have three fun questions to ask you if you're up for it. All right. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Everyone. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite curse word? (laughs) Favorite curse word? Um, probably the F word. (laughs) You can say it. Yeah. (laughs) I try not to, obviously I say, you know, and and I, I I try not to, every time I do like my, I hear my grandma, like, you have more intelligence that don't do that. So I try not to, but yeah, that's probably it. That's everyone. There's only been like what one or two people, I think two people who have said something else or that they don't swear. Um, number two, what was your favorite like junk food, non-health food when you were not carnivore and keto? Oh my goodness. I don't know if there can even be one. Um, the last thing that I really spent some time in making is peach cobbler. Oh. peach cobbler i got a homemade peach cobbler i'm it make you want to smack your mama <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing and i haven't had it since thanksgiving of 2021 i think so that but, actually sounds really good oh, and you're from I, the south too so yeah. it's like probably twice as good Right. It's yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And that's like I said, if my grandma heard me say the word F word in front of two ladies, I would be getting beat right now. (laughs) She's in heaven. So she does see it. I have to wait to get that beaten later, though. (laughs) Grandma, please forgive him. Um, Please forgive me. And then the third question, what are you currently reading or watching? I am. Uh, I'm reading a book. I'm actually reading two books. One is by Josh Hawley, and it's talking about manhood. Um, oh, Senator Josh Hawley, yeah. and uh, so it's talking about manhood and the crisis in our society today, uh, uh, as far as men being men and the role that they play, and and all those things. And the second book is by General, or I always want to call him General, is Admiral uh, McGraven. God, where's my phone when I need it? I can't remember the name of the book. Um, but it's the something like Wisdom of the Frogman or something like that. 
uh, Admiral McRaven, uh, William McRaven, that's it, is his first name. Um, but both of those books are, are the two books that I'm, and I started reading Jocko Willink's Dichotomy of Leadership, but I, I put it on pause to read these. All those three, those are the things that like are really speaking to me. And then obviously, sorry, uh, this is going to be a list. I, I read, the, I try to read the Bible at least every day, you know, to try to keep up with my faith. But those are the main things that I'm really trying to read right now. No TV shows. I was gonna say, do you make time for any mindless TV? I don't, man. Whenever I have spare time for stuff like that, like I really, I like I try to keep up with all you got everybody on 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 YouTube and watch me. It's impossible, and there's so much good stuff that I want to. Like honestly, I watch a lot of you. You know, I try to keep up with your stuff and and um like especially with the haters. I don't know why I got consumed with that because I've been getting a lot of that lately, and I like I'm, I'm like, well, how why in the world are they going after my girl Courtney so much? Like on this Facebook, like they really giving her a hard time and i'm like so you know and i know you're gonna get that it's crazy but like i was like my goodness a couple of times i've made like little texts and stuff and i was gonna like post it and i was like i better not get involved with this i've got enough of my own haters at this point but they need to back off you know and i've actually <laughs> mentioned you i a couple of different times uh i was like y'all need to get off of courtney luna for god's sake with that with all those attacks that is ridiculous like, don't y'all have something better to do? They <laughs> but, don't. <laughs> no, they don't. They love it. But but there again, man, miserable people, haters are going to be haters. I wrote down a quote that I was going to mention to you whenever I saw you, honestly, before we move on. Um, that negative, negative people need drama like oxygen. Just ignore them and it'll take their breath away. And um, so That's I was good. like... My, I was like, my goodness, man, you know, and that's what I love about this community. And I've known and I've seen it uh, no matter who I'm talking to. Typically, there's so much positivity. There's such a big heart to help people. And, I, you know, it's an honor to be able to um, be part of that, you know, whatever capacity that I'm considered part of that. I love it because I've never known a group of people that had a bigger heart to get answers out that's helped them and help people and 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 get that message across because if you know looking at it from a business perspective none of this is ever going to be a crazy huge business unless you're the joe rogans and whatnot with all these whatever and hopefully it does get like that but most of these people most of you guys myself included are doing this legitimately out of a heart to help other people and that's huge and i feel like 100 we're going to be able to change the world the more of us that step up and do that. And that's exciting and very encouraging to be a part of. Yeah, I agree. We're all coming from a place of passion. We've all healed some sort of thing on this diet. So I feel like we all just kind of want to shout it from the rooftops. And that's and yeah, and that's why, you know, fuck the haters because we just want to get this message out to anybody that's struggling so they know that it's an option i wish i knew about this sooner even being in the keto space for seven years i never once heard of carnivore so mm -hmm. yeah i'm also glad to be a part of help spreading the good word absolutely that's right all right well thank you so so much for being here i'm excited for everybody to hear your story it's so inspirational you're doing amazing like keep it up i'm very proud of you thank you very much i appreciate it and thank you guys once again for having me all right, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.